0: Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another episode of This Might Not Go Well Uh spooky spooky episode, episode 48, you already know what it is I'm the host with the most, B Breezy, aka Poppy Size
1: Zone Yo yo, what's going on everybody, it's your boy Slick Grayson episode 48 happy
0: halloween you already know what it is before we get started please follow us on all social media at this might not go well and if you have any brand deals business opportunities email us at this might not go at gmail.com facts facts i'm back you heard Bow. I hope everybody missed, didn't miss me too much, you know, last week, you know, but shout out to Southside Jedi, shout out to, you feel me, Jamie Tox, shout out to my dreaded mind podcast for filling in for your boy, you know, your boy was outside though, you know, you know the vibes, but let's do the weekly check-ins, what's going on my brother, come on, it's Halloween weekend, you feel me, everybody's dressing up, you know, saw so some saw so some hilarious outfits
1: Uh, I guess, I mean I'm chilling this weekend. I ain't got shit happening. I ain't gonna lie to you. Y'all hear that my voice? I'm just like, let's get this shit done. <laughs> oh, we can't do
0: that. We got to give them a good quality episode, my brother. If they say so.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you dressed up. What you dressed up as for Halloween? Oh, I dressed up. Um, I was Willie Beeman. If y'all seen any given Sunday, that was Jimmy Fox character. It was like a play on Michael Vick. No, simple, something simple. One of my favorite movies that I've watched in the last couple years. So you know, I just yeah. kept it real calm. I dressed up as
0: Harry Potter. You know what the vibes is. Gryffindor. You already know what the vibes are. You feel me? Expect on
1: Patronum. You know, stupefy. You know the vibes. I'm glad you came back with energy. So you are gonna hold it down today?
0: No, you you say this all the time. I like the audience to know that every time before we record, I ain't feeling it, bro. And this and this guy comes with the energy during the whole episode. So please, if you listening right now, watch how his energy turns up when the topics come around. Though, but we got a nice week. For you this week We got a new episode You know All that good stuff You know As um, far as the check-in for me um, This week been You know Hard to adjust To come back to reality You feel me You know Back 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 You know From vacation You know So just adjusting to that But you know It's nice to come back To Halloween weekend You know If you in New York City You know they had the nine a.m. banger this weekend, so I know all about people out there getting drunk at nine a.m. I still don't understand that concept because no way in hell I'm waking up <laughs> that early on a Saturday. But I
1: guess a lot of people enjoy it. That's a fact. I'm not. Mm-mm. We said this on when pre-production. I was like, I'm not waking up to get drunk just because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm lose the day. I can't do that. Facts. I'm like, I have to get to
0: work at nine a.m. What you mean? I got to go to a party at nine a.m. Like the hell? Yeah. But also this week. Was Rolling Loud though? What you what's going on now? I didn't even I didn't even know it was Rolling out. I feel like the 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 marketing on Rolling Loud this week was basura.
1: Uh, I didn't know it was happening. this week. I went the first year they had it in New York was that like three years ago, two mm-hmm. and a half years ago. I went. It was cool. I mean, I, I always feel weird about those festivals because like you you're getting like a weird experience. You never really know what to expect because you know if you're unfamiliar with festivals, you basically. All the artists you want to see are never on one stage. Yeah, that's a fact. So you're spending most of your day like running around trying to figure out, you know, trying to get good seats to, or good, not even seats really, trying to get good spots to watch artists that you might be interested in, or artists that you're fans of. So, and then this year too, it's like this is Rolling Loud in COVID, and that shit still don't look proper. (laughs) Like they're not really like managing that shit. And the niggas was fighting there, too, and everything. Yeah, so, and the Bronx. To- yeah,
0: yeah, the Bronx niggas is wilding out here, though. Uh, apparently, K-Flock and Ron Suno, I mean, if you in tune to New York, you know, hip-hop scene, you know, they had a little spat on the gram not too long ago. It was, uh, you know, basically talking about who the, you know, who the starter of the Bronx drill. And they had a little tit-for-tat, but apparently they met each other at Rolling Loud, and they got to scrapping some people got knocked out. You feel me? Ron Tuno took a picture of his hand, saying, "You know, he 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 was over here." That that bob and weave that he be doing in his video came came to work. You feel me? He be doing that in real life. So I was like, "Damn!" But that's the thing about rolling out. And we were talking about this in pre-production. Is why they keep inviting ops? <laughs> why they keep inviting people who who publicly known have beef with each other? And bring them and bring them into a, a a secluded area like that.
1: I mean, I feel like depending on where you at, you want to get your regional artists, and a lot of times regional artists, since it's like it's competitive, they they have beef. But it's like you also don't want to just alienate the artists in the city that's you know has some kind of like sway. So I think that they do be fucking it up in that regard. But it's like as event planner, should I be worried about y'all beef or worried about you getting people to buy tickets to come to my event?
0: Well, if, given the fact that most of these rappers now carry weapons around them. I would I would care about the beef, to be honest with you. Because look what happened in, in Florida uh, last year or so. Um, you had T Grizzly and NBA Youngboy getting back, you know, getting into it. And then apparently, you know, there were shots rang off after, after the show and stuff like that. So you got to be careful because, you know, at the end of the day, the police can be like, yo, the rolling out situation is the reason
1: why this got out of hand. Or they could just say it happened after the show. Can't control what somebody's gonna do after it didn't happen during the show. They, they made their money, and it's money for everybody because now you got to get extra police to come in, you know, offer support, um, the vendors and shit. So it's not like they're gonna stop it, and we know that they don't really care about safety. They're having, uh, you know, what a else? They, concert, and you know, anime. what else they
0: don't care about? What the LGBT community? How you figure? Guess who made his return back to the stage, the Rolling Loud stage? Oh, Dave Chappelle. The baby, the baby, the baby. Fifty Cent was performing. I think he was the headliner for the Thursday show and he invited the baby to perform and the baby turned it up he jumped in the crowd I'm just I'm like wait what happened to this whole social cause that y'all was on a few months ago when he made those comments
1: Oh uh, y'all know the rule you What's the rule? You don't be mad at one black person at a time <laughs> that's the rule since when that happen <laughs> I mean that's kinda how it's always been. You only get the, the, the angry nigger of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so right, he's he's number he's probably gonna be number two. But number one has been wilding out apparently into that community. So And that's why I be trying
0: to tell these people with this cancer culture, especially the LGBT community. Oh, this might not go well.
1: Uh, put that out there. Well remember this is your episode. So this is This okay. is our this is our platform, our we team. <laughs> uh, I told you I will rebrand real quick. <laughs> wow,
0: you hear this audience? But well, anywho, um I feel like the cancellation is... We don't really cancel. The cancer culture... It's not is, real. It's not real at all. Yeah, I think it's real. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, we're going to protest and do all of this. Just give it... Just give it a time or let the guy... Or let the person, I should say, regain value. Especially money-wise. They're going to book them again or let them perform on a stage again. Now, granted, I don't think, you know... Rolling Loud next probably by next year, not trying to have the baby as a headliner just to be safe on on a business aspect. But you don't think they're gonna try to sneak him in into the future Rolling
1: Louds? Of course they will. They're gonna get whoever's hot, and if he's hot, they're gonna bring him in. White people love the baby. <laughs> you feel me? And then also the baby been quiet.
0: <laughs> he he been he he been chilling. You know he over here taking care of his newborn baby with you know Danny Lay. and also now his baby uh, Mimi is supposed to be. Supposedly pregnant as well So he'd been leaning the cut And then Dave Chappelle happened just in time For him, for the LGBT community To come on him And now he'd be able to perform
1: again What's your thoughts on that Slick? Oh Dave Chappelle, the baby I think like I mean it's the typical cycle how shit works bro (laughs) It's literally literally regular shit And it's sad to say But it's like we we get mad Whoever collect, whatever um, Disenfranchised group is mad they going to make their voices heard. The corporate sponsors going to pull their support for the person for a little while and hope somebody else mess up so they can come right back. So the fact the baby was on the, the car next year, I wouldn't be surprised. That's a fact, though, because I was like, because the baby still got hits. Oh, yeah. That, I just heard that Lonely song. I, I wasn't listening to it because I, I kind of stopped listening to the baby because I felt like it was all the same stuff. But that Lonely record is cool. He got a, a decent Wayne verse. So, I mean, he's still producing good music. Now speaking of music, or speaking of just generational
0: artists, mm-hmm. we gotta give a a, a birthday appreciation because I wasn't here last week to give my boy his flowers while right he's here, here. You feel me, the certified lover boy?
1: Sounds personal. The
0: girl, the, the the greatest artist of all time.
1: Have you never heard of Michael Jackson?
0: Okay, I'm gonna take me walk that back. Me walk that back. Me <laughs> walk that back because he 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 up there, but he's not next to he's not next to MJ. Let I me mean, I mean not let I me mean not get too ahead of myself over here. All right, this generation greatest of all time. Is that better? Am I? Am I? Am I, Am I getting it right? You gotta deal with the smoke. I don't read the DMs. Okay, the top dog, top two, and not two. Get the get the get the celebration button ready. From the six, 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 six. six, six, six. <laughs> Happy belated birthday to the one and only Drizzy Drake Rogers. You feel me, Mister Do Right and Kill Everything. <laughs> Right now, you know, I will celebrate your birthday on this platform with some music, but we on YouTube and stuff like now, and we gaining some traction. They will shut our page now, because I remember when we did the Certified Lover Boy, we put one song. They tried to demonetize the whole shit. <laughs> we, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> you feel me?
1: Some artists are just too powerful. You
0: too powerful out here. Even on Twitter, they had to delete our shit off of Twitter because of you. <laughs> but sir, shout out to you, though. You feel me? But and all and all, not only appreciating your birthday and your and what you brought to music though, but I also want to give a shout out to what you have done to battle rap. If you haven't noticed, this weekend is Drake's card that he that he produced with Smack URL to "Death Do Us Part," and this is a great thing because this is what attached to his legacy, and this is why I can't believe y'all keep putting Kendrick and Cole up there with him because. Not only I'm judging Drake by his music, but I'm also judging what he does for the culture.
1: Mm.
0: Not only he goes to these other places and put people on, Mm -hmm. and not only he, some people like to say he culture-votes their sound, even though he's giving them a platform. He put a lot, he, he hops on a lot of people's stuff, but he also give back to hip hop a lot. This is not his first card that he has done with the URL. This is probably his first like major one, but he has put up money. He has always supported URL. Didn't
1: he put up like a million dollars or some shit for one of their battle events a couple of years back.
0: Oh, no, I don't think he, a put up, he put up a grip though. I know that. Yeah, no. Um, just recently, the Rum Nitty versus Gucci Gotti. It was originally um seventy five thousand or a hundred thousand. It was a hundred thousand battle. It was a tournament. But then, at the day of, he increased it with an extra 50.
1: Oh, okay. That's something like that.
0: Yeah, and then they end up splitting it um together because, you know, they both did an outstanding performance. Oh, that's what's up. So, yeah, with this card right now, it's fire. You You, you got Loaded Lux versus Gitchi Gotti. Like, who could get Loaded Lux but Drizzy?
1: Miss Loaded did, Lux not. Is he not about? It? I'm sorry for those that are uninitiated. I don't listen to battle rap. Oh, I know. Damn, I know.
0: I, we gonna keep that in the cut so you don't get demolished
1: in DMs and stuff, bro. Go well, on. I, I said I ain't say shit about it. I'm asking questions. Am I not supposed to get? This is not the, <laughs> the informative part of the show.
0: Yeah, but you're supposed to know. Loaded Lux, we you know where I'm rolling up. You know, I know who Loaded Lux
1: the, is, but like he doesn't. Is he not a battle rapper? So why is he why, stand I, up I, niggas? Don't lean, nigga. But again. If he's a battle rapper How come it's hard To get him on a card Is he like the Jay Z Of battle rap? Yes or
0: he's basically The Jay Z You gonna get this work Jay Z tweeted that out That was his bar He is kind of like the. Not a lot of people Get to face Loaded Lux in, in the battle rap scene Like you really have to Like work yourself To the top And Geechee Gotti Has basically Faced everybody Except for him Murder Mook And like two other people But he basically Beat You could arguably Say that Geechee Gotti Beat Almost all the top tier dudes in the current battle rap scene. So he's in definitely in the servants of Lord of Lux.
1: Oh, fair enough. Okay, wow.
0: And Then you have T-Rock versus New Jersey. Twerk. Oh, my God.
1: I'm strapped in.
0: I'll cop you in the coma. Madness. I can snap at any moment. Come on now. You got Susser versus Calico. You already know what it is. Jerz. I'm, I'm shot. You know, I'm, I'm supporting Jersey one time. T-Rex versus Rum Nitty. Rum Nitty gonna get that. Jazz the rapper. Now everybody know Jazz the rapper do not battle rap that often. She pop her last battle was probably two three years ago. For her to come out and versus Gaddis, only Jersey could do this. And the last battle on the card is Pat Stay versus Real Silk, which is nice because Real Silk is um Real Seek is doing his thing especially as a as an Indian rapper in the in the battle rap scene he's doing a great great job in the UL scene but you know since we have somebody who doesn't really know battle rap like that you know i don't want to i don't want to you know
1: yeah cuz i ain't no shit about what you were saying i'm not going to lie to you
0: we going i i wanted i wanted to take some time to play some you know battle rap you know some battle rap bars for you so you know All hopefully right. hopefully only hopefully from- hopefully um you know they don't shut us down over here you feel me
1: i mean it's, it's drake associated so you never know how that's going. so to i'm gonna go.
0: play some random battle rap bars for him to hear and see if we can get into it let me play this
1: the gump and the spark like bro was cracking you really was standing right there while the homie
0: scrapping then you got nerves to do interviews like tay rock fighting blackface how does that even sound Bitch, it sound like what was supposed to happen. Bro, be capping. Talk this shit, Gucci. This is Gucci Gotti. Fuck boy.
1: Nigga, bang shit. Nigga, it sound like what was supposed to happen. It sound like what was supposed to happen. Hey, bro, be capping. But I really tried with this nigga. No, one of them seatbelts didn't work. You don't ride with your Oh. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. What you what you think? What you think so far? I'm gonna play two more.
1: Not uh, too crazy. I got, I got the reference. You know, he he ain't jumping. He don't ride with his niggas. That was that was clever. All yeah. right, I right, I right, right. this this one this one a little disrespectful. Let's play this one. That's my shoot console.
0: something. I should spit in your face and beat your ass if you don't do nothing. But you not that. So stop tripping.
1: You man. from the hood where they this wear them it shirts Will. that say. Will. Stop snitching. I'm from the hood where they will take that same snitch, put him on a shirt, go to the church, and tell his mama to stop bitching. Oh! Okay, that was aggressive. Quite okay. aggressive. Oh
0: man, I, I I wanna and I wanna get a, a a nice little you know a New Jersey twerk, Paul. Cause you feel me. I've heard of him. I I, I, I you know what? Talk about your talk about batter. What you know about batter? Well, I'll look this up real quick.
1: Well, I mean, it's gonna be awkward because I don't know shit. I know <laughs> Just wild, a little bit. I know the wild and out dudes, the the conceited, the hitman, Holler the Charlie clips. I know them, but the rest of it, I have no idea. I didn't grow up on the battle rap scene. No, still need more time. Okay. All right, okay. I got something. <laughs> you want to board the audience? Let's go. Man,
0: I- that's one of my favorite
1: battle rappers right now oh i was supposed to be impressed the predicate
0: the long knock, nah, three minute rounds they ain't booked me for a long time <laughs> fuck the preview let that beat bro the 3d too so is Shultz. i'm at your crib you're like it ain't gonna be that dope bout nigga yes it is Give me no nothing that, nothing
1: that, not that, slick
0: oh uh, we go we go I, don't worry audience i am gonna put him in two room I will put him in tune, though don't worry but um if you if you if you interested in listening to the card um uh, you know go download the smack URL app you feel me go pay that monthly subscription cuz you a, know
1: it's a subscription for battle rap they got a streaming service
0: Yes they do um you could watch the you could watch the event live on Cat Fiend, but by the time this episode comes out it is already out but you can watch the event on you know smackurltv.tv you already know the vid now on to entertainment news
1: Okay okay Insecure man It's oh. back Last season Sad days My namesake man Going outside The first episode Only got about a couple minutes in this show. I'm hurt I'm Come hurt. on give, give, give me a quick review Before we talk about What happened The controversy that happened Around it Uh, First episode was actually It was a vibe You know I feel like If you're gonna um Go into a final season With so many expectations You gotta kind of like Set the scene For where the characters are at I like that They kind of Didn't pay a lot of mind to how the, the cliffhanger last episode until the end so you kind of really got to see where each character is currently going I'm not gonna drop too many spoilers cause I know some people you know they, they, they like to the binge first w- episode but some people like to you know binge watch at the end of the season okay. um I felt like you know that the the, the, the storyline like they always say it's the biggest relationship is uh Issa and Molly you know so I'm mm-hmm. laying the groundwork for how their last story arc is going to take place um, but then you also got some great pieces about, like, you know, if you have been seeing you got some pieces about Kelly, who I'm not going front. I didn't think Kelly was funny until season three. I used to be like, why is this lady on the show? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think she was funny. But in the last couple seasons, she's been, like, one of the people that holds, like, the show together. Uh, I'm, I'm Lawrence Hive. You should know. If you know me, you know why. So how they did my mans in this episode, I was tight. I've been cursing up the storm the whole week about it. But, again, no spoilers. And, yeah, I mean, they had a lot of funny joints. And it's, like, it's ironic because I really – on top of just, like, seeing so many parallels between the show And just, like, people I know And things that I've seen happen in people's lives Like, it's a, a show about what's, what's what it is to be young and black Yeah, But not, like, so young that you don't have a career It's like, the, you're in that little area where it's like Alright, what the fuck am I doing? What am I trying to, you know, what am I trying to be here? So, just being able to see that Like, them going to their, no spoilers But they went to they college, um, 10 year college junior. I'm like, damn Stanford, right? Yeah, Stanford Like, yo, bro, we almost at that age <laughs> Like, when, Yeah yeah, We like two, uh, two and a half out from our 10 year joint And it's just like yo Damn what have you accomplished since you left school Where are you at Are you in the right place Have you made the right decisions for your life So I think that that was a great entry point And yeah Issa you did my son Lawrence dirty I understand I get it You know the woman was like yeah girl You had to do what you had to do Shut y'all hating asses Facts. Up. <laughs> Shut your asses up over here. she been doing him dirty. I just said hating, hating. Only if they was hating. If they didn't hate, because you be bashing women and all. No, no,
0: no. We both be bashing women. Don't put that all on me.
1: I bet if we start a poll, they're going to say it was you and
0: not me. Oh, we're going to put a poll on our Instagram story. So please check it out and please
1: vote. Instagram not going to post it. They don't fuck with us because I could put up a regular post and get like 200, 300 views. But if I put up something related to the pod, I get like 80. That's a fact, though.
0: We got to talk about that. Instagram, stop hating on us, though. We be trying to market our podcast and y'all be not. Not trying to show us To our thousand followers And stuff like that Stop hating on us It's a dirty game Um, But the controversy Is involving A man in sales character Vanessa's right That's a Tiffany that, you Tiffany. Wow. Wow. So not a fan Not a fan man, I'm not I ain't gonna hold not you a fan. Not, this, I know. Is, this is you Well apparently You know Her character Tiffany Is a AKA On the show And a man in Is not a member Of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated mm. But she was on that episode Wearing, a.k.a. para. And this had the Greek community on fire. Before we even get in touch of it, you are not part of a Greek organization. So I want to get your opinion first before I give my opinion since I am part of a Greek organization.
1: My opinion as a regular person? Yes. I think that... Or what,
0: or what these young kids call GDIs.
1: Don't call me that. <laughs> don't fucking call me that. Just I, never mind. I was about to say some wild shit. He's about, to, he's about to have to answer for a lot of shit I was about to say. But, um... As a um, regular person, a non-Greek individual, again, I'm going to relax, but I think that it's very, representation is important. And I'll even be supremely candid with you why I'm not Greek, because, not because I didn't want to be, but because I didn't know that it existed until I made it to college. You feel me? So the fact that there's representation in the show, because I think the only show that ever really touched on uh, African-American fraternities and sororities was, a. Uh, uh, a different world But you know by the time we were old enough We didn't really have authentic black shows They all follow the same formula So I think the fact that there's representation there And it can start a discourse I think that's supremely important You know I thought it was quite nitpicky I understand that you earn A lot of people earn their letters And they have a right to you know Feel a way if somebody is in real life Pretending to be a member of your organization But this is this is acting You feel me? It's a it's a representation. It's a it's a fictional character. It's a fictional world, and the fact that they even took three to four minutes of screen time. Remember, it's only a 28, 28 minute ep, um series right mm-hmm. episode show right. The fact that they took that time to really create a space where she's talking about her sorority. She's talking about you know you know just you know shouting them out and. Creating his conversation, as some as, I'm not gonna say like young girls watch, but it could be like some some high school um age young ladies who watch the show and be like, yo, what is that? You know, just doing do some research, just hit a, hit a little Google search. You feel me? Open it up, and that could be something that they really want to pursue. And I think that also for them to do that. They most likely had to get, I don't know if this is how it works, but they probably had to get permission from like the over the, what do y'all call it? They have like a headquarters? Yeah, the they have like a bat cave or something like that. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do the that. Justice League thing, like the, the Hall of Solitude or whatever. But they probably had to reach out to some very powerful people within the organization to even get the, because that's copyright, right? That's uh, that's trademark. That's
0: that's the, that's the important question that we are waiting for. Even is if to see if they did get it from Nationals, because you even, can record it without Nationals, but then if Nationals catch wind of it, then they can. Pursue, well, lawsuit, and stuff like that. So well, that's the most important question that the Greek community are, is waiting for.
1: I'm not going front. If I was AKA, which I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Greek, but I'd be hyped because I'm like, they could have picked any organization to represent. They could have made a fictional one. They could have been any of the other ladies of the other illustri- illustrious organizations. Mm-hmm. They chose y'all. And again, for the segment of people who grew up like me, who didn't have a lot of family members in college, who didn't know what the real fraternities and sororities were that could open up a whole new world for people. So I think for average Joe me, I saw no problem with it. I could see why people would be offended, but I think that the message and what they were trying to accomplish or potentially have accomplished should be to supersede the notion that, you know, I earned this and you know this fictional character getting made up person is pretending because isn't is fiction and acting not pretend
0: right you got a point
1: so that let you get your you know, get your point off you know that's my point that's my point i'm definitely all right this is
0: where we differ <laughs> it is why i have that's oh. why i can't agree with your your statement respect it definitely but i can't agree with it as a person who is part of a illustrious black greek organization which i would not put out there like that i it's, mean i think i did put it on that you put it out there all right me. you feel me part of the big you feel me the big mob you know five 580 Sigma fraternity incorporated as part of a, a d9 organization I have a problem with it. Now, granted, the problem goes away if they got permission from nationals. If they got permission from the aka nationals, my mouth is shut. I don't I'm letting it rock. Cool, because they got permission, and so obviously they had to put them in the right light. Um, they had to have a conversation of what the character would do with the letters on, and etc. Because you know, there's rules and regulations when you do news the symbol of the organization. Of course. Guidelines. If that's the case, then my opinion, what I'm about to say after this doesn't matter for um, insecure. Now, my problem is she's not a member of the sorority. You cannot wear the letters I, and people don't understand that. And I think people don't really understand Greek life that much is it's, it takes, you gotta earn the letters for most folks, you know. Um, you have to, you know, it, you have to wear it with pride. It's really in a a a selective or uh, not secretive. It's not secretive at all, but it's a selective society. You feel me? Like, you know, you it's a it, it's a, any group, you know. Like, especially for my African folks, you know, a lot of people, Ebo or somebody else, you know, y'all y'all wear that as pride. So you don't want nobody just to take that and mis misrepresent it in any type of form and given and then i feel like why the greek community was in was in like in a frenzy was not only that i feel like they attribute what's going on with social media and greek life to insecure i feel like they took their frustration that's been going on with social media and greek life to insecure which is a bad thing by the way but i understand it because you have chris brown you have other people you you got tiktoks of people shimmying doing doing greek moves that they're not supposed to be doing um, you have uh, you have people out here going on doing Omega chants, the meet the meat chant out here. Um, you have you have even you already have people over here going to Goodwills and taking these pairs and wearing it as their own without understanding the history of it. So a lot of a lot of us Greek feel like social media or just even ent- entertainment has put Greek life in a bad way. Even though I feel like on on the other side we do. Contribute to that image. Especially how we let certain people into the organization for clout and all that other good stuff, but that's a different topic for a different day. I find it disrespectful. If the person is not part of the Greek life, do not have her wear. You can have her wear a a a, a pink and green Blazer, but you don't have to put the shield in. Cause cause you that's what other people don't understand. Those those symbols. Even, even the letter <laughs> means something to the to the organization to the to the members. There's a meaning behind majority of those things. Like the simple the shield, the shield on my fraternity means something. So and and you, you take you take value into that. So you don't want to see that be misused. Not saying that um, Issa Rae and, and the insecure staff misused it and whatnot, but we can just see it as a floodgate for people to misuse it, and we don't want that to happen. Especially because we have a lot of pride within our organization, so that's my thoughts on it.
1: But do you think, like, just open discourse, Greek to non Greek? Do you, do you not think that more good than because if we think about the we talked about the 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 TikTok, the some of those situations are clout chasing opportunities by members that go out of hand, right? Yeah, and or or some like people, people,
0: and some people just um, do it themselves, like the shimmying. I don't think the cap is. Were Notified Yeah notified Or even clout chasing With the shimmy I think people seen it And was like Oh let me just put it In a dance move And started doing it Like the Omega Meet the meet chant That was fucked up That, that was clout Cause it, the person Who made it Was an Omega And that, he yeah. made it a video And then he You know It got out of hand But like the Stuff like the shimmy And stuff like that Wasn't really necessarily D9 fault
1: No 100% But I, again like Speaking from the, the perspective Of someone Who, like, who didn't know all of this like I can see why some people were upset because you know they they earned that it does mean something, and do you did you find the portray- the portrayal to be disrespectful? disrespectful? No, not at all.
0: But like like what you say with a different world, I I love a different world. You know, shout out to UPN nine. You feel me? Every morning back when I was a kid, I watch it before I go because it would usually come after the Cosby Show around like seven a.m. eight a.m.